welcome back to Theory for Turbulent Tables, the TFT podcast. I'm Ryan. That's Matt. Warm it up, Matt. I'm about to. Warm it up, Matt. Because that's what I was born to do. Hey, Ryan. Yes, Matt. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. All right. (laughs) Oh, guys, I think the first one probably got you. The second one probably didn't unless you are me uh, and purchased this album as your first album ever. Uh, We're talking about 1992's Totally Crossed Out by Criss Cross, um, which I um, I bought uh, on cassette um, in uh, in in 1992 at some point after the um, huge uh, number one hit single jump um, at some point hit MTV or hit the airwaves. Um, And there is uh, there are uh, I still have the cassette. There is a a video um, somewhere, uh, a VHS cassette of my brother and I um, performing a lip lip sync of Jump um, with our clothes backwards uh, at, uh, I think, a family Christmas gathering. Oh, nice. uh, I I guess later in that year. Um, So about, uh, what, about 20, 20, I guess 24. Four years ago, two, um, I don't know so- two two white kids in in uh, crisscross gear uh, in Pennsylvania though probably would have like cleaned up at talent shows or you know like whatever the local equivalent of Star Search was right. Uh, yeah, barn search. I believe it was in Lancaster County, right? The, <laughs> we we would have we would have set those the 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 Amish the Amish uh, talent show scene on fire. Uh, uh, truly, but yeah, this was a, a album. I mean, this was. I think the um, it wasn't the first music that I. So I was I was ten at the time, um, and so what in about fourth fifth grade. Um, I think just around the same time i think the first music that i like articulated as like discovering at school and liking on my own but i don't think i ever actually uh purchased was uh, a little earlier was uh the spin doctor's pocket full of kryptonite oh, uh, yes yeah so we are i mean we are we are hitting you know we're it's only 92 but we are in the fat part of the 90s yeah we, we are we are on sacred ground here with these these records that we've been uh we've been yeah. talking about you and i over the last the last couple of weeks with tori amos with this with some of the things uh with some of the things that are coming up and i chose my i chose my lyric uh shame it's a shame it's a shame all right uh not not just that i could make a joke about game of thrones and and Cersei Lannister's walk of shame, but because I think they're like, this is the, the other mode that if you don't know this record, um, Mm -hmm. if you don't know this record, you might not realize that this mode exists, uh, on this, this, um, uh, on this album at all because the the singles are all like party are are bangers right like that that there is this uh and it's astonishing from two young kids uh there is this like socially conscious um uh sort of the, the hip hop about about actual uh conditions in in Atlanta when they, where they were where Chris and Chris were growing up that uh is pretty uh I don't know. is is pretty surprising. Surprising to hear in their like prepubescent voices. You know. Yeah. 
Um, no, I think that there's a lot that's surprising, both in revisiting this um, after we've kind of um, hit a lot of the context of kind of the last couple of quarters, kind of stretching from um, uh, Public Enemy uh, through the BC Boys, uh, through Tribe Called Quest, um, and even also through um, New Jack Swing, and you know, as kind of represented by um, uh, by by Michael and Janet Jackson, um, that. Uh, that that to to hear how many of the those currents come together on this album um is kind of astonishing and 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 makes it less surprising right that this you know again was a a number one album that spawned a number one single that i believe it was at the top of um the, the billboard hot 100 for about two for about two months of uh 1992 and i think at the time was uh if if i remember serves correctly the longest time um um, uh, that a rap single spent on top of the um, Hot 100, and I think it, w- it would later be surpassed. Um, but it, 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 I, I think that there's a tendency because of, and I think we'll we'll talk about the backwards clothes, uh, and we'll talk about jump. But there's a, t- a tendency because of that to write this off as a as a fad, as a as a flash in the pan, as as novelty music. Um, but I think there's. I think that there is a lot more going on, both in terms of the lyrics um, and the music that situates this at, at the at the crossroads of a lot of what's going on um, in hip hop and in kind of pop music at the time, and it, and and, uh, and and makes it kind of um, a really compelling and interesting um, listen, and a and also a, a poignant listen, um, you know, because uh, one half of uh, the the group, um, uh, Chris Kelly, um, uh, I believe. Uh, uh, Chris, yeah, uh, Daddy, uh, no, sorry, Mac Daddy, uh, Chris Kelly uh, passed away several years ago, and so I think in in you know listening to the songs and watching the videos um, is is sad because he was you know very young and they're I mean just a few years uh, uh, older than me, so probably almost exactly your age, Matt, right? Um, yeah, yeah uh, that's right. The year um, they're they're your cohort right there, um, you know, born in 78 and 79. Right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I and I got to say, like, I was aware of uh, Criss Cross. Like this was music that I discovered by watching TV and I was watching mm-hmm. the syndicated Arsenio Hall show and uh, they were the musical guest one day. And without any preparation, you know, I, I uh, it, honestly, it may have been the the first hip hop uh, that white little music. Uh, heard in Santa Monica, um, which is shameful, uh, given that you know I'm from Los Angeles and, and so much great, uh, so much great rap came out of here. But- well, as, as, as a quick aside, I mean there is right. So 1992 is also the year of Dr. Dre's um, The Chronic, uh, and I actually originally had that on the list, but Dr. Dre um, doesn't have his music on the streaming services other than uh, other than uh, Apple Music, right? Which, oh. yeah, you know, is is he has a, a interest in? So screw that guy. We're doing crisscross. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're doing the real seminal rap uh, rap act of the of the early nineties. Um, you know, uh, seminal being highly ironic, given that they were prepubescent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's, it, I, but it is, yeah. So there, I, we 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 have set the table and even begun to nibble at the uh, at the plates. Uh, so uh, since we are all all famished, uh, go ahead and uh, and and feast on crisscross, totally crossed out. Uh, give it give it a few listens. It's a quick listen, um, and uh, especially because. Um, 
you know, uh, that there are a number of of uh, of, of sketches and uh, that, that we'll want to talk about actually, right? Because there are um, there's there's there are two distinct sides that are punctuated um, by an intro and outro and a kind of middle uh, sketch. So it's actually again um, a, a, a shockingly structured album. If you are expecting um, a singles and some uh, you know a couple of the singles and some uh, filler, um, and so give yourself the time to to listen to all of Totally Chris. Uh, uh, crossed out the the full crisscross album experience um and meet us back here uh to discuss the whole album and crisscross after this word from our commercial sponsors have you missed the bus oh yes i did uh well your yes. your your broke ass crappy shoes aren't gonna get you to school on time are they no, I I was running and running, and they just keep coming off, and 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 now I have blisters, and I am going to be so late. You got to get yourself a pair of Reebok pumps. Whoa! How does it work? That's right. You've heard of those broke Air Jordans. Well, the Reebok pump has a squeezy basketball on the tongue of the shoe that lets you fill it up with air to a level that suits you. pop oh no (laughs) that's right that pop means it's working and you have to buy another pair but hey you'll be floating on a cushion of air much better than the michael jordan shoes uh as you uh head off to school in plenty of time not to get your teacher mad at you Wow, that's the thing that matters most to me as a teenager. <laughs> so I'm going to buy these shoes to make sure that my teachers like me. Reebok pumps. You'll be not cool because they're less cool than Air Jordans, and you'll be not cool because you're a teacher's pet. And we're back. Ryan, I have a question. I am so glad that you do. <laughs> this uh, uh, this crisscross with uh, their uh, Chris, Daddy Max Smith... And their Chris Mac Daddy Kelly, with their uh, reliance on a superstar producer, not yet superstar, but soon to be superstar producer, with their uh, highly manufactured um, brandable aesthetic, with their uh, uh, sort of lack of, of artistic control on, on this first album, um, with their, their high voices, are are they a boy band? Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Man. Uh, I, I think the answer is, is, uh, is almost certainly, uh, a qualified yes. Um, <laughs> and, and they are, they are, um, they, they are a boy band. Um, and yet, um, so, so I think what is, is interesting is that and and that there is this um that that there they 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 make great pains very early on um in the album in the first skit um uh, and then there's a at a few other points um to make clear uh, that that is very important to them um you know, that that uh, the the jo- the genre signifier and the thing that they want to make clear is that they are not an R and B act. Right. Sure. Um, and, and so that they are not um, they're they are not 
and, and that for them, so they would say no, right? Um, because we are rapping, yeah, um, and uh, and not singing, um, and that that uh, and 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 so that as a result um and this is the anxiety of who's influence like boys to men maybe or uh this uh, sort i of believe thing, right? n- uh, uh even uh, i would say a uh, new edition i think um, okay. as well um i guess i mean new kids on the block are around at this time right um like i i think they're maybe less salient um and then there is another maybe even michael jackson a little bit though they joined michael jackson on tour uh, early, like early on when they really broke big, um, they went on the dangerous tour, I think the European leg of the dangerous tour, maybe. Yeah. And I think that there is, um, and they also had a, a feud, uh, with, um, uh, so the, I think the other thing here is that there was another group, um, called another bad creation or ABC, um, that, uh, I, I don't remember very well, but get mentioned on that first skit. Yep. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and that, that is also, I think that's like the biggest, um, uh, uh, this, um, right. And, 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 and it's there in the lyrics, right. That, um, they, it's, uh, don't try to compare us to another bad little fad. Um, and then also R and B rapping bull crap is, uh, is, uh, is, is what they are not. Right. Um, and so I think that, I think that that the most kind of proximate is less of a, in that case, um, less of a anxiety of, of influence, um, as much as it is kind of uh, brand differentiation. Right. Um, and so that, and it, it's, it's interesting, right? So it's, um, because why is there we've talked about boy bands right um we've talked about boy bands we've talked about man bands <laughs> um and uh and 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 we've talked about a lot of different you know what we have not talked about right we've we also talked about you know um I, I didn't think as much about like um one direction um when we were talking about this which was kind of the you know the boy band or kind of transitioning boy band um that we were um that we've talked about the most but i did think a little bit about justin bieber right and that when we by the time we talked about um uh the about about bieber we were at the era of adult onset bieber fever right we were at purpose um and uh and he had he was on the latter side of the boys to men <laughs> uh trajectory right? right um uh or at least as much as he was going to be um but we didn't we we didn't uh, get to um, you know uh, talk about uh, the sorrows of young Bieber, right? Um, and and we you know and so we've not um, and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, Criss Cross are the youngest artists at the time of recording that I think we have covered um, in uh, in in all of our episodes. I, yeah. I could be no, no. I, I think that's right. We didn't do Jackson Five, right? And and right. That, that would be the only one that that I could think of that would be uh, that would be younger. Yeah, or I mean, early, early, earliest Bieber, I guess. Um, yeah, but that would be but, like YouTube era Bieber. That would be, I like, guess, so right. I mean, that's and that's what's really striking. So they're even. I mean, I think that they're more more boy band than boy band, right? Because they are right at that. Like what right, because boy band, yeah, boy band is really young man band, right? Like boy band is like pre, right. is like pubescent boy band, and this is like prepubescent boy. 
uh, band. Like they 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 really have high voices on the uh, on on the record, which is makes some of the things uh, even a little disconcerting. Uh, you know, as you listen to them. I, what's what's amazing though is that their voices it's about the same like uh 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 pitch as the beastie boys <laughs> like, the good news for crisscross is that their voices would change yeah. right? this, is that it's is that it um for better or worse is temporary whereas uh and also i think the other thing is that um because of their pitch, they they actually are aware of it. Um, crisscross are and um, do a lot to make it not grating. And and the uh, as we discussed, as Jordan and I discussed when we talked about Paul's boutique, uh, the BC Boys aggressively go in the uh, other direction. And and I mean, I love them for it. Um, but this is uh, often a more pleasant uh, listen, um, it, you know. And it but it is striking. And it's also striking that even by the time you get to that Arsenio Hall. Um, uh, uh, performance, uh, which I would love to see the date on that, um, that, uh, at least, uh, uh, Chris, uh, Kelly's voice is already changing already. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah. uh, uh, Chris Smith is still pretty high pitched uh, uh, on that performance, but then by the time of their um, next album, which I believe was uh, just the bo- like the bomb. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like, which was released like a year later, something like um, that. Yeah. They're they're already like uh, I mean it's 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 a, it is a fine line right between teen and not teen right like uh, and it, it, it and it gets things get real like real 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 awkward real fast um, and so that that's I mean right that this is like. They are an asymptotic boy band, right? Like they are, they are like, they are the, they are the last possible moment of boyness. Uh Um, And so they, you, you can see, and, and I think that, you know, both by, um, and I think there's uh, some that is going on um, that is kind of intersectional with genre and with race and with class that, you know, that, um, I mean, it's there in the second era, the um, the second full song, uh, "Little Boys into Hood," right? That by 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 virtue of being in the hood, um, and uh, and it's I've talked about a little more even in the second half of the album, um, like "Real Bad Dream" and "It's a Shame," um, that that by being um, not only kind of you know. 12, 13, but being 12, 13, um, you know, black males living in a city, like you, you, they can see over on the other side of the, uh, of, of the threshold. Right. Um, and they're, they're approaching it and they haven't yet crossed it. And so that they're, and that allows them to have exactly this, this, um, duality that is, is, um, there in the structure of the album that you alluded to earlier, that you have a first half, um, that is, that is play, right? Um, uh, it, it is. It is like they are the real kid and play. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, but it's it's a kid. But it's it, it's actually there's a a um, an absence in kid and play. It is kid play and worry, right? Um, and and that the that because the um, the play is not um, is not endless. Um, it is. Uh, it's a it's a finite resource. Um, and and once you kind of use 
use up all the play, um, then there is a there is a real world that you're staring down um, and only perceive, um, but don't quite experience yet, right? And um, and and again, I think what is interesting um, is that a lot of these lyrics were written by Jermaine Dupree, who was also a teenager, right? Um, yeah, sure. Like, he was he was 19 at the time that the that the record came out, so right. he had been working on it when he was younger than that when he was 18 yeah. or something like that you know yeah exactly well 19 is still a, is still a teenager right i mean you know again like it's tempting to round up um but like uh you know it ends with a teen so uh so so uh so there it is um and and so that uh and, and so that 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 is i i feel like um is you know he's on the uh, like on the far side of that kind of bracket uh before crossing over to being you know in his 20s and for being a kind of um you know much more of a superstar producer um and and kind of record company owner right that um so so deaf didn't exist at the time of this right and this was his first project as both a kind of both the um both the kind of creative role of producer and kind of, um, you know, the musical role and the kind of producer of the business side. Um, and so that you have a sense of, um, of, uh, of the, that, um, you know, those lyrics are, are written, I think very kind of astutely by Dupree and then performed, you know, of, of someone who has just kind of crossed over and lived that other side of of kind of teenagerhood um, and is looking actually into the threshold of adulthood. Um, and is but then is kind of performed by guys who are can see then over that other that earlier threshold uh, from kidhood into um, adulthood. And I think that that dual that that double blind um, of of kid to um, kid to teen and teen to adult um, is. Uh, is is part of what gives this um, uh, like I think a lot more some substance than and than you would suppose and that every kind of you know I love the 90s didder didder uh, wants to give this um, and and so yeah um, I don't know what's your what, what is your take I mean I, I you've you've pretty much hit it it's uh, th- there's a sense of of um, Huh. Uh, there's almost a sense with boy bands that the boy ba- that the the flow of energy comes from an, the other direction, right? That that the the flow of energy comes from the female audience. Um, the I mean from from Beatlemania on, right? And that like the uh, the members of the band are there. Um, for projection. And I think, I think you're right in, in identifying the ways in which, uh, they are a boy band or more boy band than, than boy band and, and asymptotic boy band, uh, approaching the asymptote of like, of puberty, I guess, or of like zero, you know, or of like just being too young to remember lyrics or something like that. Uh, the, uh, uh, the way they're not a boy band is that the, the, there's a sense in which they are they are representing 
rather than being projected upon, right? Mm-hmm. That they that they are symbols or that they are artists or yeah. that they that they are uh, you know so that the the flow of meaning flows out from them rather than flowing in from an audience and being kind of yeah. proje- projected upon them by an appreciative. Um, appreciative young young female audience i mean well, th- right yeah. it's a, I, I, we've never like fully unpacked this but it's 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 this is like pretty actually revelatory right that the the binary that is relevant um for boy bands for most typical definitions of boy bands is boy and girl um not boy and man right, right? exactly <laughs> uh and i think that that gets confused uh a little bit but that's it right so it, it's fun to joke about man bands but that it is boy boy band girl audience right um and and that this is a boy band but what it is in um a like like i feel like it is boy band kind of like man man world or something uh. right? <laughs> uh it's it's right the other side of the binary um is is um different right, right. and uh, that, that right and that that like and also they're just they're less available as objects of projection and of fantasy right is the is the point that i'm trying to make because like yeah. the thing that's being sold the thing that's being sold with with boy bands is is kind of fantasy objects um for you know for young women and that's the for girls and and that's the I mean, that's right. That's what the packaging is about. That's what the, uh, um, that, you know, that's the, that's the whole point. That's what, that's what sells the tickets. Right. And that, and that this is, that that's not the, that that's not the case. Uh, that's not the case here. Yeah. So that they are not boy, uh, boy versus girl, they're boy versus they're boy versus man. And in in a little, uh, kind of in the way that they are pop stars before, certainly well well before majority age um in in the second half of the album the kind of the more socially conscious half of the album it's um they're sort of men before they're uh before their age or they're at least aware um of they're they're aware of sort of the the necessity of entering the man world leaving the boy band you know, when I was a boy band, I thought yeah. I thought as a boy band, I reasoned as a boy band. Uh, when I became a man world, I, I put away boy bandish things. Yeah, I know. I, I think that's exactly right. I think it's also like it definitely um, is an interesting rebuttal to all of the like songs of the like, well, like, what about all the children? Like the heal the worlds of the world. Yeah. Right. It's like, no, no. Like, the, like it's it's a you know, not that like, do they know it's Christmas um, is a, not necessarily about kids, but it's, you know, that kind of like, oh, we must look out for these people. There's a kind of paternalistic help song. Um, and it's like, no, no, they know it's Christmas, <laughs> you know, um, like they, they know, right. Like they, like, you know, and like the, the kids are noticing, right. Um, and, uh, and, I they're, they're hearing a lot more. Um, and I, I think that especially, I think what is there and it's, it's there in, I think the beginning of, um, I believe it's um a, a real bad dream um the the news snippet right about um the endangered species of the um black teenager right um is that the is it is it a real bad dream um uh, yes 
Um, and and I think again, there's this perception of kind of seeing right of being just barely on the the safe side of that, right? Um, and and it's 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 something that was kind of you know it's um it's it's very season four of the wire right um that focuses uh that focuses on the kids uh who are you know both in school and going to school but just getting more and more sucked into um the drug trade well and that there it's right on that you know i like drama all drama to a certain extent is about a lost world that you'll never recover and like that season four of the wire definitely is because it's about childhood and about innocence right like and like it catches them right on this asymptote right right on this like line that that they are just approaching you know like the arrow and xenos paradox getting ever closer until like one of them uh or a couple of them like uh cross over right the 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 uh right on that line between between childhood and sort of teenage teenagehood young man young manhood right yeah, I know. I think that's exactly right. So I, I want to take before we kind of dive into any more songs that we've we've scratched a few. There's I think something else. Um, that there is a there's there's an elephant in the room, um, and it's wearing its pants pants backwards. <laughs> um, and and I think we need to talk about the clothes because I think that the um you know we've been actually setting up this like you know part of the, the, the picture we're painting and 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 like very seriously. So is like. Um, crisscross as like as serious artists right and as there being a serious artistic project here uh and and i believe that i mean it is also a pop album um and it was very successful at that um but i think that part of why the uh as we mentioned earlier there's a tendency to classify this as novelty music and as well weren't the 90s crazy is the backwards close right and so i think the a, a question is um you know what do what what do we make of the backwards clothes and do they add to or detract from the artistic project of uh, of this record um and and of this band at the time of this record yeah that's i mean that's a uh, uh that's that's an it's an interesting question i mean like the the cuz what do the backwards clothes do i think they're a trope of kind of reappropriation or misappropriation right yeah. like like i'm going to use i'm going to use this thing but i'm not going to i'm going to use this technology this clothing right but i'm not going to use it in the way that uh you think i should right like i'm 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 going to uh, uh almost protest you know against mm-hmm. the against the sort of dominant mode of of clothing and dressing and and uh and things like this and there's also but then there's also an aspect of sort of dress up of sort of play mm-hmm. right of chi- of like childish of sort of yeah. child childhood play and like the idea that it's actually brought up explicitly in the lyrics a couple of times like we don't wear tight clothes we wear baggy clothes you know our clothes right. are all four sizes too big or uh, who's to say what's too big i mean fashion is whatever but like uh, our clothes all are loose and hang hang off of us and, and like it gives even though this is intentional it gives the impression of kind of dressing up in in uh dressing up in adult clothes you know of like yeah. wearing dad's shoes or something out of the closet and they're too big right um but uh but does it in a in a slightly playful way and with with a, a sort of touch of a sort of touch of subversion so there's a i mean just in in the um 
this yeah. dichotomy of like boy band man world there there is also i think a dichotomy in the close of like of uh of protester subversion and of kind of play and dress up a little bit yeah i think that that's i think that's totally right and i i think that i i mean i think another related piece of it is that 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 uh oh that that um you know a few times that well it's it's there in the um the the sketch at the end right where there's like a a uh the the adult is talking and and doesn't get it right um and uh and is saying you know like like uh, like I, I don't know what this is about. I mean, yeah, I wore b- bell butter bottoms, but at least I didn't have to unzip my, uh, you know, take my pants off to take a leak. Right. Um, and, and it's like, you know, maybe it's an Atlanta thing. Uh, and, and, and I mean, right. That there is like this, it's really interesting in some ways. It's a, um, it's, it's, it's also trolling, I think a little bit. And right. And like, and, and that, that there's this interesting of, if it's baiting the dog whistle, um, uh, because like already, right. So that like one element of the, of the baggy clothes, and I think on them, it does have that element of, of boys wearing men's clothes. But like, I think that there, the, 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 the hyper bagginess was already, um, even for, for men was also a play at kind of um masculinity and of uh, it it was part of the fashion and there's a whole discussion of of why that was part of the fashion in hip hop at the time um and you know they are smaller so the clothes look a bit bigger um but it was already there and so i think there's something of if you're already going to look at the way i wear my clothes and make assumptions about me that are are very kind of racially charged and and that are about kind of me being illegible to you, um, then I'm going to, and I think this is where even because they, they they refer to the um, the backwards clothes style as being totally crossed out, um, and that I, I I I hear that and I think about a a like uh, a, a written word that is that is covered in ink, right, and is is scratched out, um, and and it's become illegible, right, and so I think that there is this process of on the one hand it is like it is playful and is, 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 is silly and, and funny and fun. Uh, and, 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 uh, definitely has this dress up aspect, but at the, uh, other, on the other hand, it is entirely, um, it, that's all it takes to be alienating and confounding, right? Like, boy, like, I, like the, like the, the fruits are very low hanging, um, uh, at least in, in certain, in certain dimensions. Right. And so, um, and, and obviously, uh, the, the, the voice at the end is, 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 uh, is extreme and is, is, um, you know, a, a straw man in a lot of ways, but that they're, um, you know, at, with that specific trend and with many others, you get these reactions of like i just don't understand like what this is um it's like well you're not you're not trying to understand <laughs> um and uh and and it's and uh and it's it's kind of written in a code uh that that um that that you um that you, you know you can't see or, or or you're not you're you're not trying to see um and and so i think that there's also a little bit of that um of what it's it's a combination of in the play there's also kind of a trolling there um 
and a trolling of kind of legibility and illegibility. Um, and, uh, and right. Cause, cause I think there's this sense of like, well, well, what does it mean? Like, is it a gang thing to wear the clothes backwards? Right. Cause I remember this from, um, you know, around this time of like, there are all these like concerns about like, what are the meanings of different, um, fashion choices? And, you know, your right pant leg up means one thing and your left pant leg up means another thing. Um, and uh, there's all kinds of, of, uh, of, 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 uh, you know, uh, beyond just like, um, you know, the, the subculture you were singling member membership in of even within that different sartorial choices, um, signaling, uh, different things. Um, and so I think that starting to, to kind of engage in that and kind of, um, both create hidden messages, Messages, but then also create the perception of hidden messages where there are none, yeah. right? and uh, uh, is is itself this. Um, I mean, it is. It, there is. A, I mean, I think I was going to ask you is that you know, uh, our, one of my questions was going to be: Are crisscross, um, you know, alienating and confounding performance artists? <laughs> um, and well, yeah, are, uh, yeah, is is definitely yes. I mean, you yeah. know, beyond beyond a qualified yes, you know, and I think that that's like I, the thing, just kind of picking up and, and amplifying one particular thing that you said, it's, it's amazing. It actually, uh, signifies it, 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 uh, gives the lie to white America's dominance it get, or it sort of mm-hmm. reveals, it reveals a profound insecurity, right. Mm-hmm. In sort of white America's conception of itself and its place in the world at how little it takes Right mm-hmm. to right. To, to, pro- to provoke how little trolling you actually have to do to troll white America, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, to get um, uh, to get all kinds of think pieces and all kinds of you know news commentators and and all kinds of I, I don't even know at the time like moral majority I don't even know what it would have been but all kind of reactionary hand wringing and and scolding um, you know. Two little, two like twelve-year-olds from Atlanta uh, could could do it, and that's that's uh, that like that that's a stand up and slow clap for crisscross kind of moment. I want to like, I want to you know tip my, I want to tip my backwards hat uh, to uh, to them for for managing to uh, to do that because I think it would you know I don't know I think that like giving the lie to to the dominance of of like mainstream white culture uh in that particular way is is certainly a discursive service uh and one that the 90s coming out of the 80s one that the, the was i yeah. think was that was that was kind of important for the the recentering of american culture in the 90s yeah and it's it's and so it does interestingly um and that's where like it fits like and, and 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 but it is done as a right like um as 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 performance art as as kind of satire as comedy right so that the, and that's kind of the interplay between the um the the first half of the album uh which are the party songs um and, and you know because that's the thing about the backwards uh clothes right that they're it's fun to jump around in them uh and no one and ever and 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 it makes uh, and it makes uh, white America very nervous about why you are jumping around in those backwards clothes, uh, and and uh, and that and that then uh, and then that that creates the occasion for the second half of the album, um, and it is amazing. 
I mean, the structure is so strong, right? So if you look at the um, the titles of the uh, of the songs, um, it's it's so strong, right? So that the first half, um, omitting the sketches, right? You have jump. Little Boys in the Hood, Warm It Up, The Way of Rhyme, Party um, is the first half. Um, and then the second half of the album is, and these are the titles in order, A Real Bad Dream, It's a Shame, Can't Stop the Bum Rush, You Can't Get With This, and I Missed the Bus. Right? That, that it is, you know, I mean, other than the, the, um, the double negative of, of Can't Stop the Bum Rush, that it's all negative. Uh, on that second half, right? Uh, uh, every single word has a, every single song has a, a word with a negative valence, right? About being stopped and blocked. Uh, and, uh, and even if it is about their, um, their prowess, um, it is about the ability to stop it. Uh, uh, right. Uh, it is not, um, it, the song is not, we are bum rushing. <laughs> yeah. Check us, check us out. Watch me bum rush. Watch me bum rush. Right. Is that you cannot stop, um, the bum rush, um, the verbal bum rush. Um, but it, it, it presumes an opposition, right. That, 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 uh, or that there is, um, that the bum rush is go- always already going to be opposed. Yeah. That you can't uh, right, right. Exactly. That, that even if you can't, even if you can't stop, it, there is a force that could, right? Right. The, and there's a force that will, is already going to be trying to stop it. Yeah. Um, the, there, there is no, there's no possibility of an unimpeded bum rush, right? <laughs> um, uh, and uh, that, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, uh, that, right. That, um, if that were an issue, they would just they would just bum rush, um, and, and it would be there. But their ability to bum rush is 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 debated, right? And again, that's 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 privilege, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, um, right? That that that's one of the reasons, right? There's no Alice in Chains song called "You Can't Stop the Bum Rush." Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, in that case, though, yeah, the the bum rush is uh, is 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 also is as is, is heroin, yeah. um, as you and Jordan discussed last week exactly you can't you you can't stop the heroin i mean like you know <laughs> you can't even try in that case it's 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 a fool's errand but that's that's last week's episode <laughs> um, <laughs> um i mean of these two arcs um i mean uh, of the album again we've 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 touched on a few songs i mean were there any um you know specific songs or arcs of songs that you wanted to uh, go deeper into i mean uh it's i don't know like like the thing i uh to me, this it, it was sort of uneven, right? The mm. the album was sort of uneven. I think that the the bangers are really well produced, and then certain things like uh, uh, the way of rhyme, maybe, or there, there are tracks that are just not. Um, oh wait, what the, the the way of rhyme is great. That is uh, sorry, no, 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 I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not. It's, Genius doesn't have this whole thing, and so I'm not oh. doesn't have the whole album, and so I'm, uh, and I don't have the familiarity that 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 you have with oh, it. I was God. listening to Tori Amos when you were doing it. Uh, uh, so, um, uh, well, just as for, for, from memory, the way of rhyme is the one that has the uh, call and response of "I got a flow, you got a what? I got a flow, you got a flow, you got a what? I got a flow, yeah. you got a flow, I got a what? I got a flow." That's good. So let it go. It might be, uh, it might be little boys in the hood, but that, that there is a, that there is a kind of a more relaxed, um, you know, sort of less, less, 
less bangery thing. And I, I, I say that it's not a criticism. It's that it's, there is a, there is a highly polished side to the album and there, that there's a kind of more, more rough hewn sort of side to the album in certain tracks. Um, uh, you know, certain tracks let you, uh, let you see, uh, in a slightly more unmediated way, the, the kind of longer stretches of performance, kind of longer stretches of, of, of rapping and sort of the kind of the idiosyncrasies of the flow, mm. uh, rather than, rather than putting them into this, these kind of highly rhythmic call and response, yeah. um, you know, super stylized, make it a, make it a, make it a, make it a, uh, kind, you know, kind of, um, uh, kind of things. And that, so like, Um, yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know. Does it does it make sense? Um, does it make sense to start with jump? I mean, this was how people I think got introduced to uh, to this record, and I'm not sure uh, what there's what there's a a, a lot uh, to say about it, except that like jumping is a dance that you can do by yourself. <laughs> you know, like you don't need girls. You know, you don't, you don't need anybody really. Like you can be, you can be little me watching a, you know, a small uh, TV with the Arsenio Hall show and I could jump like, you know, jumping, jumping was a bit. But here's the thing is, is, but in, in the theory of the song, someone needs to make you jump. Right. Right. Like you can do, do it by yourself, but someone needs to give you, I mean, is it permission? Like, what is it? Because like it's like Chris Cross will make you jump, right? Daddy Mac, Daddy Mac will make you jump. Mac Daddy will make you jump. Chris Cross will make you jump. Um, so, but I guess the question is: so, right, um, it, it, is they are sufficient for making you jump? I guess are the, is Chris Cross necessary for jumping, <laughs> uh, or, or or is Chris Cross one of several factors um, that will make you jump? Right? Is it is it only? <laughs> Is it only crisscross that will make you jump? Uh, the the uh, that uh, that um, <laughs> that that Daddy Mac and Mac Daddy are um, jointly necessary and sufficient conditions for jumping, uh. <laughs> right? Uh, or well, yeah, uh, could that, I mean, right, exactly. Could could uh, could the Mac Daddy and the Daddy Mac separately make you jump? Because that's why you know that's like two, th- two three conditions, right? Like right. one, the Mac Daddy make you jump jump the daddy mac will make you jump jump crisscross will make you jump jump it's like thesis antithesis synthesis you know (laughs) right (laughs) it's a dialectical it's a dialectical theory of uh it's a dialectical theory of of crisscross you know and Uh, and of jumping of jumping right Yeah, it's not just one jump. It's not because it's it's they'll make you jump, jump, right? That and that second mm-hmm. jump, that second jump is probably very important. Uh, that you jump, that you jump twice, and not as some sort of obsessive compulsive thing where, like, if you jump an odd number of times, you know, your your world will be uh, uh, your your world will be destroyed somehow. But like, uh, as just a, as just a, um, you know, the 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 second jump is is always already intense in the first uh in the first jump if you jump if you uh if you jump once uh you may have crisped but you have not crossed well i think and this is really interesting because there is this is not 
the only jumping-oriented hit single of 1992. <laughs> 1992 was also um, the year of Jump Around by House of Pain. Ah. Um, and, and I think that jump jumping, um, and so this is interesting, um, Jump Criss Cross's Jump was released uh, February 6th, 1992. Um, House of Pain's Jump Around released May 5th, 1992. The, the great jump boom of 1992. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, uh, Van, Van Halen were a decade ahead of their time. <laughs> well, so, so, I mean, this is an interesting thing. In both Jump Around and in this, Jump comes on the on the offbeats, right? The Mac Dad will make you jump, jump. Daddy Mac will make you jump, jump. And it's it's almost like you land on the downbeat and you jump on the upbeat. I mean, they call it the upbeat for God's sake, right? Like it's it's the the one that you go up. And uh, Jump Around is the same uh, is the same thing, right? Jump up, jump up, and get down. Jump, jump. Jump, jump, jump. Uh, that it's that it's almost so like what you're saying is that they're, they're ska bands. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, no, sorry. What were you saying? Well, I, I, I guess like I, uh, it's an interesting thing. I mean, there's like with so much call and response in this that like. Um, with so much call and response in this, there's a sense of kind of responding to impulse, uh, right? And not you're not jumping under your own power. The jump is a response to uh, to uh, an an incitement to jump, right? And that that uh, that incitement is important. So I think that that um, that crisscross is actually is a necessary condition, yes, of uh, of jumping because otherwise there would be no incitement uh you know uh, but, inc- incitement to jump but but i think it's really i, I think to to unpack the differences so that um with uh the that in um Right. So in in uh, in jump around, it is so crisscross makes you jump, jump. Right. And and that it's it's like riding kind of like a pogo stick um, or well, let me see. Think about this. It's that there is or no, it's almost like more like being almost on a seesaw. Right. That they it's it's action reaction. Um, and again, it's not exactly seesaw either, but there's it's it's. They give the um, the impulse, and there's an immediate reaction, right? And and in the style of the dance, you know, Chris Paz make you jump, jump, and and you time your jump up with that. Um, in um, uh, in uh, in in jump around and House of Pain, is I came to get down, I came to get down, get off your seat and jump around, jump, jump, and 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 that because there's many jumps, like if you're um, being, I, have danced, I have jumped to both of these songs. Um, and they're, um, and they're different, right? Because you, it's a lot easier to do the two jumps in unison. Um, and, and it is a, a kind of collective, um, jumping and in jumping around, uh, like in a, inevitably it becomes it's it's like the, the house of pain is much more um steve reich phase music right because like by the third by the third jump everyone's just jumping right right uh, two 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 jumps in unison is dancing uh yeah. like 50 jumps in unison is a group fitness class you <laughs> right. know and that's and, not and, yeah you can't do that 
No, and and so it's a, you know, and and so in some ways, what the in, the overall action point on in House of Pain is just get off your seat uh, and jump around. Um, and like here is our, you know some um, you know here is a a a scaffolding for your jumping around right here is a, a a rough structure, but we know that you you will, will largely just kind of um, jump around within this until you get tired, right? Because we are not going to put in the effort to ensure that you are jumping with us um, rigidly. Um, and so I think that that is, um, it's, it's different. Right. Um, and so, um, and, and so that the, the, uh, yeah, so that, that I think that what is, um, is, is happening. Um, right. So, so, but why, so why is Chris Cross making us jump? <laughs> right. Um, like, and what is it about Chris Cross that makes one jump other than the fact that they say jump mm-hmm. and we, and we say how high, how, <laughs> how high Chris Cross, how high, <laughs> um, I mean, is it, is it just that, is it about power? Uh, and just, uh, like Chris Cross will make you jump because we can, <laughs> <laughs> like wake up sheeple <laughs> you don't have to jump <laughs> just because crisscross uh just because crisscross uh is telling you to well i um i think i think we i it what it is about crisscross that makes you jump is that it's that it's rapid not r&b Right. Right. That because like that would be that would be like shake or like there's all this, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, R&B rap and bull crap is what I'm dumping. Sorry, I'm going to go back. Yeah, I'm going to go back. um, uh, I I come stomping with something pumping to keep you jumping. R&B rap and bull crap is what I'm dumping. Ain't nothing soft about crisscross. Uh, we all that. So when they ask, do you rock? Say, believe that. Uh, yeah, that, that like, um, that it's not the, the, the jumping there, there would be a different kind of movement associated with new Jack swing or something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's right. And so that's again, why, and, and, and again, I think that is what, unites um house of pain um and uh and crisscross right is that they're both rap songs about jumping <laughs> um and uh <laughs> and that uh and they're both big hits uh i mean i guess the other thing is and we have we we we, we started to head up against this but part of why this became a huge hit is like <laughs> jumping is is about the least threatening thing that was being asked of anyone in a rap song in 1990 or maybe any time of that right it gets back to this it's this interesting thing on the one hand it's like trolling white america and the and the parents of white america in particular but like uh on the other hand it is like um it is it is fun right like as much as like uh and and it is like it's like we're just jumping right like like this will be in um like no no guys mom and dad we're, we're just i'm just jumping yeah my pants are backwards but i'm just jumping um and uh and that that um and you know both coming from uh that combined with the messengers again i'm talking about both kind of crisscross and house of pain here um i mean it's it's interesting because it is it you know that there were other more kind of socially involved uh hip-hop of that time and kind of you know plus or minus a few years um and then and much more kind of um and and much you know 
both you know there there is other dancing oriented hip hop but the dancing was was rump shaker right <laughs> all i want to do is zoom, zoom 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 and a boom boom and shake your rump um is is uh right around that time um and and is and um and and right and and baby got back is not far from then as well right like that like you know the the upside <laughs> i mean i guess the thing is about the like uh about like yeah, like yeah there's butts in crisscross but it's just because their jeans are jean pockets are in the front <laughs> sure i mean well and and the other thing is that like um yeah uh and this is in the this is in the singles there is a sense in which like anything that might be sort of violent or threatening is supplement sublimated into skill in in rhyming yes. right that like uh in later in in warm it up uh daddy max says uh i rehearsed to keep it sharp as a knife man uh, I'm the wrong brother for suckers to be messing with and that's that's like not because not because i have a knife <laughs> you know, but because my uh, the knife is metaphorical, you know, right. it's, it's daddy, daddy, Mac, the knife. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the other uh, the other lot in that uh, that same verse, the other uh, the other line is, is daddy of them all shooting the gift like a gun showing yeah. suckers how it's done. So it's a similar uh, right. Like the weapons are all similes. Um, and, and they're not actual, they're not actual weapons. They're not actually going to cause any damage or pain. The weapons are all like similes. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about, we should talk about the other side of this. We should talk about the, the other side of this record, like real bad dream or it's a shame. Um, you know, uh, in a way it's a uh, real bad dream is a little more interesting, uh, because it's personal, um, and 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 it's a shame is is interesting for other reasons, right? Like that that lyric, it's a shame, it's a shame. Um, it is like that's a point, that's a kind of absolute point of view, right? Like that's that rather than like I think it's a shame or like this is bad for me or this is bad for my friends, uh, the way it is in um, the way it is in Real Bad Dream, uh, it's a shame is more like. Um, from the point of view of like rational ethics, this is bad, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so kind of two different, and, and they're back to back on the album, two different takes on the, on the same thing, right? Slanging, gang banging, you know what I'm saying, right? I'm standing on the corner. Uh, the, um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a whole, uh, it's a whole kind of phantasmagoric, uh, uh, thing about the, about the drug game and about his friend getting shot. Um, and that this is like, uh, uh, this is terrible. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting that, uh, it's not, it's a, it's a character you've never heard of named Casey who gets smoked, right? Like, yeah. Uh, it's not like my partner in, in my partner in crossing, uh, you know, got, got smoked. It's not like my friend, Chris, my counterpart in this band, uh, got smoked and I lost my best friend. It's, it's a little, it's a little, uh, uh, displaced from that. Um, you know, but, but, but anyway, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it is. It, it's it's interesting. I mean, it has to do in part with being I, some of what we were talking about early on of being, you know, 
I mean, I guess that's the thing about like, you know, uh, and we were talking about the kind of asymptote. Um, but it, and I also I, I've been, you know, having the, the as I have the lyrics open, I, you know, also have the, um, you know, like the the uh, the album cover up um, and right. And the, it, it, you know, depicts um, Daddy Mac and Mac Daddy um, and and this uh, and, and this uh what is kind of a star right a three line kind of asterisk uh an x with a a vertical line um through it so it's not a full asterisk um right um and and that there is something about that is actually performing a a kind of role of a a kind of protective shield of some kind uh uh and, and and it's on the other side of a barrier and it's translucent right um and so you can see the cases uh and and you can kind of um you know there is a there's both a kind of i mean i mean um again it's it's interesting thing because like in these songs the the guns are not similes um but they're also not like actually being used right they're they're in this case they're um the guns are cautionary tales right um and they are um they're they're still figurative, um, but it's a, a different figure of speech, right? Yeah. And it's uh, <laughs> right, uh, uh, and uh, and and I and I think that that is um, I, I think that that is really uh, is is interesting. Um, and the, I think though, well, the, yeah. the way that this turns, the way that this turns in the end, you think it's going to be a bad about a, a dream, and it is. But the way it turns, it turns up, it turns at the end. It says like, I'm glad we didn't get caught up and did the right thing because that life's a nightmare a real bad dream a real bad dream a real bad dream um yeah and that that like the idea of a real and it's not like a really bad dream it's a real an actual bad dream life that is equivalent to uh life that is equivalent to a nightmare uh that life is a nightmare and and it's sort of gone into a little bit more on on it's a shame what exactly is is nightmarish what exactly is bad about it well, that's and that's what I think amazing kind of musically as and again as a kind of real piece of album craft, um, it goes right. Um, real bad dream goes right uh, uh, into it's a shame, yeah. right? And uh, and that's a again that's that's some concept album shit right there. Yeah. Right? Um, that's song suite, uh, and and so it's a because it evokes this thing of yeah, you wake up and you wake up into the same nightmare, right? Right? Uh, and uh, and and. I think that that's really interesting. Um, I think what's also really interesting there is um, right. That's the, also the song I think in the second verse um, uh, where, uh, so, you know, if the other songs, the, the kind of figures of speech were, were the gut, were the weapons here uh, it, it gets flipped, right? So if the first album was half the album was, was about play, um, but, and you have kind of images of weaponry, but as kind of tools for play and virtuosity here, it gets flipped. And um, right in the, second verse um you get um right so uh he goes to sleep with a head full of anger and wakes up involved in a child's gang banger i'm talking about a tisket a tasket and 
not knowing next day he'll be laying in a casket. So what you think of that, son? In the arcade, they play in the games ain't fun. Something like Pac-Man, same name, uh, but the game as you put it in the sack and uh, put it in the sack end, running to the next board and get down the full standing in the way of the door. There's no board and no points. And in this game, this is what Pac-Man wants. The game, the ghosts are always blue. Uh, then you'll slip up and and they'll smoke you. Right. And it's one of these things where it's like, okay, like the like video games um, are this um, are, are the, the way to understand kind of survival and kind of how you play. Um, but like, uh, again, um, mu- much as you wake up from the real bad dream into the real bad dream, um, this is a case where, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. You can, you can use the game metaphor. Um, but, uh, you know, there is, you only have one life, right. Uh, in, in, in the, in the real, in the real game of Pac-Man. Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that is the sense that I had about this like what what exactly is the shame right like what what exactly is the the thing that's being singled out as being uh the part of this that's that's bad and i think it's kind of the devaluation the devaluation of of life right like uh johnny's dead a 14 year old kid put a nine to his head all because he wanted that gear he was sporting right uh Give me that while you're at it. Give me them Jordans. Oh, you see, not Reebok pumps. Um, Johnny trying to jet, uh, all that, you know, all this stuff like the, the, you know, killing over the, uh, over the clothes or the shoes. Um, by the way, which, which became a, like a, a racist trope of, uh, of kind of white fear of, of like gang activity, you know, shooting each other over clothes and shoes. Uh, it was more complicated than that, I think. But like the idea, um, a tisket, a tasket, not knowing, and, and like that, that sort of highly, highly ironic because of the the association with like childhood and nursery rhymes. Tisket, mm-hmm. a tasket, next day laying in the casket. The idea that that life is can't be counted on, um, that that your life is is sort of instrumental. Um, like it's a shame, and and so it's it's the way the shame this thing goes down. How one lay you down. Uh, just to show he don't play around, right? The idea that you mm-hmm. could get you could get shot just so someone else could demonstrate that he's could could establish credibility, um, and that that's that that is the that that is the 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 shame. It's the you know that that you have you have one life, um, but it's treated as disposable as a a, a Pac Man life in a video game. And I think that that's, it's especially a shame um, for the effect it has on children and childhood, right? right. And on kind of uh, on rushing you across that threshold um and it, it it has the effect of moving the threshold kind of further and for uh, earlier and earlier yeah. um right and because there's something um you know that there is a not only you know a you know rights of children right and there are you know uh, there's a you know um you know un convention on the rights of children but like childhood itself as a right right <laughs> and the right to a childhood uh, the right to being able to play the game of pac-man and to restart right because you know like it's real hard to to learn how to play the game uh if you only have one life right the, again that's privilege <laughs> the privilege privilege is being able to pump quarters uh into in into the game uh, and make those mistakes um in a low-cost way because that's how you learn right but when you um when there's no room to fail um then uh then you are going to fail right? I've, I, yeah, I've always thought that i i, I mean i've thought for a while that that privilege is the one wrong way 
to look at it, right? Like uh, at least on the the because you're right that that's what it is. You're what you're saying is correct, but it's also like a human right. You know what I mean? And like, I think yeah. talking about it in a discourse of privilege, it's not that, uh, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like the privileged children have something that they, that they shouldn't have. They have the thing that the non-privileged children ought to have, which is a chance to sort of be children, to play, to make mistakes, to, yeah. to, to sort of play for without more moral stakes. And so this is not an argument well, with uh, you. This uh, is an argument with the discourse no, no, no. I, of how we talk about this. You no, know? no, yeah. The, the priv- privilege is in the uh, unequal distribution of of access to that right, right? A, a realization of that, right? Um, like, and so the solution uh, to, and I think you're right that this is often not not cashed out. The solution is is not grabbing, is not just uh, uh, eliminating. Like it is not uh, childhood. <laughs> eliminating childhood is not the answer. No, no, no. But but my 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 point is that I I think that that uh, I mean, your point's well taken. The privilege uh, subsists in the uh, unequal the unequal distribution and being on the the you know long end of that double standard of that stick, right? Like getting the long end of the stick is is what the privilege is. Um, I still think, and and especially the way it gets white people's panties in a bunch about uh, I'm not privileged. Um, like I I don't think it's a discursive technology uh, that. That is, I well, I think Criss Cross has a better discursive technology, actually, to not necessarily talk about privilege, but to talk about shame, you know, right. and that that uh, that it's an alternative way of describing, um, uh, what you know, it's an alternative way of describing the same the same situation, um, that might yeah. yeah that might be a little more rhetorically successful. Uh, I don't know, maybe. I mean, it's so it, it is interesting, right? Because like, what gets talked a lot about is, uh, and, and uh, is it, it, I, I'm I'm given to think of the contrast between you know one one talks a lot about guilt, right, and white guilt, uh, and that's kind of associated with privilege. And I think shame is different from um, from guilt, right? Um, uh, and and. And and I think that that's kind of what you are outlining is uh, is that is 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 part of that difference, right? Um, and and part of why these things are um, operating not quite the same. Um, and and so that uh, and that's kind of part of what is being revealed. Um, you know what's operating in this song. Um, and again, to circle back, this is. I mean, um, I, I I haven't totally kept a close eye on the uh, 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 the clock, but we're cl- we're approaching our ninetieth minute. Right. Uh, on, on this on this album um, and that that uh, that many could could dismiss. And we've only really gotten to discuss um, three or four of the songs. Um, guys, this crisscross album is a good album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and it's and it's 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 all of these things. Uh, and there's there's a lot. We didn't even get to talk about the Sonics. There are some truly weird Sonics uh, that happen. Uh, of, oh, really? Of- Really, really well produced, really good samples, right? Really, you know, uh, really good stuff. And and like I say, I think there's like a there's a high gloss mode, and there is a sort of lo-fi mode, yeah. or a or a less less polished. And I mean that. Ba- yeah. I, I mean like uh, I don't mean that. It sounds like I'm I'm ripping it. It's I'm I'm not. It's uh uh it's a more it's a more lo-fi, more kind of unmediated kind of mode. Well, and that's I, yeah. I, 
Yeah, I think another way to put it is that there's a few songs that are kind of closer to that are 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 pop and kind of especially I mean um the party is 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 a new jack swing song yeah. right um and there's a few other songs that are closer to the poppier sides of um of of kind of hip hop slash R&B and that kind of do kind of dabble with that um and then there are many others that um are either in the use of kind of uh, that that lean a little heavier on on kind of soul samples, funk samples um, that you know sound. I mean, again, part of why I um, uh, why why I actually in revisiting um, uh, the way of rhyme is that in both the sample and in the interplay um, is is kind of to to my ear very directly influenced by early Tribe Called Quest um, and uh, and the first two Tribe Called Quest uh, records that were out at this time um, and then there are others I think um, later on um, uh, that have I mean beyond the, the you know the pitch of their voices um, that are. There's a bits of of um, you know uh, you know not only are are the soul samples but there are, you have these like um, these like a lot a, 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 more than one song the sampling of like dudes' voices right of like like kind of disembodied grunts and uh, like right I missed the bus oh I missed the bus oh right and and that is a sampled guy saying oh <laughs> uh and and there's a few other songs that uh that 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 have these kinds of um grunts and clatters and um that are kind of a a version of um both the um you know the the kind of noise collage of of paul's boutique and a little bit of um you know more of the um you know public enemy bomb squad than you then again, one would uh, one would suppose, um, and uh, and it's it's and it has all of that and some great samples. Again, Jump itself has this, you know, very um, it, it's it's a level of of, of subtlety and uh, sampling that actually there'd be steps backward later in the '90s when you get to um, kind of the Puff Daddy um, copy paste sampling, right? Yeah. That there's this sample here of um the jackson fives i want you back but it's not the most famous part of the song uh-huh. right um that you don't get the full chord progression right you just get dun 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 but you don't get the, the you don't get the full resolution that is like the satisfying and famous part of the song you just get the kind of tension build um in jump um and and it's it, it took me a long time um when i was i think somewhere um i believe in um in williamsburg brooklyn where someone um played jump and then faded it into um uh, i want you back and and i went holy shit <laughs> um of course it is sampling that yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I had gone, you know, the be- you know, know knowing the song probably for nearly two decades at that point without totally making that connection. Um, and again, that's a, a testament to the, um, the the depth of the sampling. Um, so there, see, we just did another five to ten. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, and and I mean, we'll have uh, to talk about sampling later later in the 90s because it becomes more and more the, the dominant mode. Um, we'll we'll put the the Wikipedia page for totally crossed out, which has. I mean, honestly, Genius is not super great on this album, but there's there's a list of of uh, samples, a partial list of samples in the um, 
uh, on the on the Wikipedia page. It's pretty good. Um, and it like, but this this really does the the bricolage thing in terms of like making new materials out of the old materials yeah. rather than uh, rather than just kind of importing um, d- importing certain references through gesture, right? Like imp- trying yeah. to, trying to sort of import. Uh, uh, the the history of R and B or the history of of you know certain kinds of music through through reference. Yeah, totally, and, and yeah, so definitely keep this in mind, um, and it'll be important when we get to Puff Daddy or when we get to. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to make us do, um, you know, Will Smith getting jiggy with it, <laughs> um, because <laughs> because because why not? Um, uh, but uh, because that that is that is where we are headed, <laughs> um, and so so really uh, uh, cherish Chris cross cherish totally crossed out um uh cherish the the boy band um you know not a boy band but not yet a man band um and 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 cherish all of this um because you may think the the uh uh the early 90s uh are are a joke but by the time it gets to the mid uh uh to late 90s that joke is not funny anymore (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and so really embrace this cause it's, it's, it, it really, it does capture, um, a moment. Um, and as much as we're coming from very different things, um, sonically, you know, from Tori Amos, um, and, and Allison Chains, um, and are going to some very different places. Um, I think that, um, you know, that, that it is part of what's going on as, as the nineties really are becoming the nineties. And, you know, um, and it's, it's something I'm noticing as we're going from the 91 albums that was, you know, seminal album after seminal album across genre. Um, and, and I think that a lot of what we are getting into, um, here in, uh, in, in, as we get into this fat part of the nineties, um, there are a lot of, um, great albums but we are remembering the singles and we're remembering it more and more from mtv um and whether it's from the music video or from the specific performance at an awards show or a, a talk show and uh and and i think this is a so that the the phenomena and the and the music themselves we're, we're moving a little bit away from a time that was explicitly album oriented and that doesn't mean that there aren't great albums but i think that those are somewhat surprises um and that there will be some kind of recontextualization of of singles in the context of albums and in, in the context of, of scenes and, and genres and, and stretches of time. And I think that's, what's making this, um, this upcoming historical quarter, very, uh, interesting and exciting beyond all the nostalgia, but, and th- that's certainly a factor. Um, also my pants have been backwards this entire time. Uh, <laughs> uh and so, so I, I have to go make the world right. Um, and, uh, and restore, restore order, um, because I am unintelligible to it to uh my peers uh and and everyone uh, my peers and superiors um but but if you want to get totally crossed out with us um put your clothes on backwards uh and visit us on the many places where you can uh we're on twitter uh, at tft podcast uh facebook uh theory for turntables uh or we're on the web uh at overthinkingit.com you can uh, join the conversation in the show notes there um like i said uh we are we are just uh just dipping our toes into this stretch of the uh 
um, of the early to mid nineties. Um, and we have a lot more coming up uh, over the coming weeks and some really, really good stuff. Um, and some, uh, some also, and, and some other stuff from the time, <laughs> uh, but it will, uh, it, whether, whether it's great, uh, or it is something that did exist in 1992 to 1994, um, just know that we will talk about it. And when we do, it will be real.